Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Fight Nights Mortal Kombat versus Demon Slayer Tournament. What is going on, everybody? And thank you for joining us in the CFN Arena for another exciting episode of Character Fight Night. This is a head-to-head -head tournament pitting your favorite characters against one another and a chance to face the opposing team in an epic championship match. My name is Josh Wheat, and boy, do we have quite the tournament for you tonight. But before we get to the action, let me introduce my right-hand man, the tattooed dude with a love for food, Jim Matamoros. What's going on, everybody? Finally stepping away from the uh, the combat side to, to join the judges' table here. Uh, it's always good to be right here with you, Josh. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming back. Um, I'm glad you can't lose in the first round this time. <laughs> the it feels good knowing that I finally won't be able to lose at all. So I'm still a loser, but in different ways. You can still make that the wrong really decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, introducing next, uh, Kyle Reese's number one and probably only fan, our wonderful producer, Ty. Hey, that's me, and I bet you our other guest, Steven, would uh, also be on the Kyle Reese bandwagon with me. Uh, I'm here to act as a tiebreaker. I'm here to make sure the show runs smoothly and make fun of Jim and Josh as they make dumb decisions along the way. Yeah, we do a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last but not least, with a voice like a god, he will have you praying for his next intro. Mr. Metatron Wade Hunt. Ooh, that was nice. Thank you very much. Glad to be here once again. Not only Can will I, I be so wait. Yeah, please. That was a phenomenal entrance into this Thank this you. uh this tournament. That was I I had chills after I got in hearing that. Well, that's that's what I'm here for. I did too, but then I turned off my fan and now I'm fine. So Ooh. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh <laughs> so uh welcome uh all the hosts and producers and uh, announcers to the show thanks for coming back and oh, helping yeah. us make this a thing um yeah, not only will i be yelling at everyone i'll also be interviewing them very very calmly you could also yell at them it's fine okay yeah i was gonna say that would be some interesting backstage <laughs> interviews is yelling at them how do you think you did today <laughs> <laughs> copy that uh, I, just, so I just won and now you're yelling at me uh let's, let's cool. intro all these fun yeah, people. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and find out who our competitors are tonight. Mm -hmm. Starting with um, always coming back for more, uh, Gary. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me again. Well, I'm uh, Gary, and I'll be playing uh, Lord Raiden, one of my favorite characters from Mortal Kombat. So good luck to everybody. Uh, moving, uh, we'll go catty corner across the bracket here. Um, Sterling, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. This is always a good show to do. I'm doing Tenjiro today. I have my own podcast, Media Lab Podcast, and let's get to fighting. I'll always be All plugging. Right. <laughs> Getting that I'll out now. Plugging. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Uh, up next, we have uh, a newcomer to the show, uh, Philip. Phil, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. What's up, everybody? And who are you representing tonight? Um, Johnny Cage. Right. And uh coming back for more with a taste of vengeance. Uh Oscar. Oscar, welcome back. What's up, everyone? I'm Oscar. I'm gonna be uh representing the good pig boy Inosuke. 
All right. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Chase, who is looking for his first CFN tournament victory. Yeah, what's up? Um, I'll be representing Luke Kang tonight. Um, looking forward to some fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm more interested in the other side. I've never heard of them, uh, any of those characters. So it's going to be a fun night for sure. Get your learnings uh, on. I know. Uh, up next, we have another newcomer, uh, Dustin. Welcome to the show. How you doing, guys? Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. I listen to it. It's fun. No, um, I, I came once before, um, but I'm going to try to do a little bit better this time. I have the Demon Slayer Gaiyu Tomoko, Tomoko, and I have a few details down. Um, I'm hopefully to give you all a good challenge at least. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Um, coming fresh off a CFN tournament victory, we have Steven. Hey, everybody. Thanks, guys, for having me back. Uh, I am going to be representing uh, Ermac tonight, a fan favorite from Mortal Kombat. So, as well, good luck to everybody. And let's have a fun fight. Yeah. Yep. Welcome back. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, another newcomer. We got a lot of newcomers tonight. Uh, John on the Demon Slayer side. John, welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm going uh, to be playing Zenetsu tonight. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's not waste any time, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's uh, go ahead and kick off this tournament with fight number one on the Demon Slayer side. Mr. Metatron, will you please do the introduction? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is fight number one. Introducing first, represented by Sterling. Tanjiro and their opponent, represented by Oscar. Before kicking off the fight, we didn't really go over the rules for the listeners at home. Yeah, so I mean, for everybody listening at home, we've got um, basically each side will go against each other with a, I believe, what is it, a forty-second uh, time to make their argument um, as for each side and a 20 second rebuttal each side. So basically each fighter will get their 40 seconds. Um, then we'll get one fighter. We'll have his 20 second rebuttal. Then the other side of fighter will have his 20 second rebuttal. After that, Josh and I will have an opportunity to be able to ask any questions. If we so choose to, or if we have any questions for the fighters, this will also give our fighters kind of another chance to make like any kind of final statements they can because once that question is asked and they are done with answering that that is it they cannot argue that person anymore until the next fight if they make it to the next fight uh losers will get their chance to plug and the winners will move on to the next round and so what we'll be looking for is for them to know their abilities the fighters are yep. in their prime we see the other as a threat and we'll be looking for the who, what, why, and how. Who will win? What is yeah, the deciding the, factor? Why is that the deciding factor? And how it plays out. And we're set. What, and the big thing here is, is it's not for all you fighters to keep in mind. This is not necessarily the, the skill set that these fighters are bringing. It's going to be about how you argue this. You can easily have, you know, have the, the strongest skill set of anyone here. We've seen that in our past fights. Mm -hmm or in our past tournaments, but that does not necessarily mean that that person wins. Whoever's going to argue, whoever's going to, who's going to hit the hardest with their arguments is instead of their fists are going to be more likely to move on. There we go. So now that we got the rules out of the way, uh, let's kick off this fight. Um, 
Oscar, I'm going to start with you. So I'm going to give you your 40-second opening argument, starting now. All right. So we got Inosuke, a demon slayer, a man who fights demons, uh, who was raised in the mountains by boars. So he's got a lot of uh, experience with a rough in it. And uh, due to growing up in the mountains, he grew to be very, very, very strong, uh, able to cut a boulder three times his size in half. Uh, he has fought Tanjiro before, and Tanjiro won that last time, but he did catch him off guard, and the deciding factor was his hard head, which Inosuke is now aware of. <clears throat> so, uh, I think that, uh, a good pig boy will win. I'm... All right. Cool, yeah, great, great open argument. Um, Sterling, let's kick it over to you. Um, your 40-second opening argument will start now. All right, so Tanjiro, I think, is obviously going to win. He's more skilled, more smart, and he can use his wit to trick Inosuke. Uh, overall abilities, you know, he has water breathing, which he learned after training. Uh, overall, Inosuke's weakness is that he's short-tempered. That You mentioned he was raised by boars. That means he was short-tempered, and he doesn't really understand humans. So uh, Tanjiro could use his abilities such as fake rainbow, which is an, a technique to evade incoming attacks, and then he creates an illusion that sort of uh, like lures, lures other people such as like uh, my opponent to attack the illusion and then he can then trick him using his wit. So overall, the wit is the deciding factor here, not really his hard head. All right. Uh, cool. Wow, good, good, good opening arguments from you both today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Thank Oscar, you. You, got, you got your work cut out for you. Um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and hear your rebuttal. 20 seconds starts now. His spatial awareness allows him to really uh, <clears throat> pinpoint an enemy wherever they may be, even if he's not looking at them. Uh, any small disturbance in the air um, will allow him to pinpoint their exact location, even to the point of where they're looking at. So even if he does have them under an illusion, he'll know where he's at. I'm... Okay. Oof. 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 All right uh sterling your 20 second rebuttal starts now yeah so it works specifically this illusion works specifically with people with good vision and anosuke has enhanced senses so it would still trick him uh, because of this specific ability to affect people like anosuke and his abilities such as water breathing he would then be able to use and attack anosuke that he wouldn't be able to because he was you know tricked and that is time <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah, great. <laughs> great arguments, uh, guys. It's, uh, <laughs> We're these arguments cool. never make it any easier to, to make a decision, um, especially the first fights, because you guys come out just swinging 100%. Um, so boom, I boom, know. Boom. So, uh, Oscar, let me start with you. Um, I got a question. So I know <laughs> you're already the underdog, not being the main character of the show um and i really don't take that into consideration as far as like who wins and who's more powerful and stuff like that but um with tanjiro having uh nezko in the box on his back that he you know can kind of get out and come at him do you think that having that unfair advantage is going to be something that inosuke is worried about so i don't think so because uh well he does have the demon in his backpack uh, that demon is severely underpowered due to the fact that she doesn't actually eat. 
So I think uh, having a lot of experience fighting demons, I think a weakened one won't be too much of a problem. Yeah, um, I, I think knowing that you, like, that Tanjiro has gone against Inosuke before, do you think that he's going to be able to bring anything into this match, like, knowing that, that Inosuke knows his skill set? Uh, yeah, he, he definitely can, but just the fact that that uh, Tanjiro is so much smarter and more wittier than Inosuke that he can come up with more things than just in the first fight. Like I said, the hard head isn't going to be a factor because he has so many more things to fight against and more tools to use. Okay. Man, that gives you a lot to think about, huh? Um, I have submitted my answer to Mr. Metatron. Wade, will you please announce the uh, winner of the fight? Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, Tanjiro! Get it. Sorry for that spoiler. Uh... So, Oscar, that was an amazing effort. Um, I love Inosuke so much. Um, the thing that I couldn't really get over personally is that um, Sterling brought up the short temper. Um, I know he's able to control it to a degree, but short tempers really hinder you in a fight. Not to mention the fact that all he has to do is like knock his pig head off, <laughs> and Inosuke is like super uh, self. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-conscious. Yeah. Thank you. This is true. true. To an extent, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, <laughs> you, uh, Oscar, you definitely brought in a skill that I thought was going to, that was going to help, help out a lot. But um, I mean, Sterling just had a, had a response for that with like his eyesight, not in that skill, basically not being able to like work against it. So, I mean, it was kind of like, you guys really had like a good, you know, a good kind of back and forth there but yeah i uh, there was he kind of had a response for everything familiar with characters from demon slayer for the record on this so i'm relying heavily on you guys <laughs> on your the, arguments yeah that's argument. how you know it's going to be about the argument right yep uh all right uh oscar any uh any plugs before we uh we silence you go check out sirens den uh dope ass podcast um and now yeah this was a blast uh his temper does get the better of him a lot of the time well thank you again for being on the show uh love to have you back um i'd love for you to get your first win one of these times so (laughs) looking forward to that too definitely Um, good to be here sterling congratulations um you can go ahead and make your way to the winner's circle um i've set up a game of shoots and ladders that you can play by yourself and uh, (laughs) i thought that that time I stopped uh, at the gas station and picked up the meat and cheese tray for you too over there. Yeah, I had to do it on my way home from work. And Mr. Metatron is going to do a, a mini interview. Mr. Metatron, Sterling, how are you feeling after winning this 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 battle? Uh, the best I've ever felt in my life. I'll be Ooh. honest. How's I don't think I've ever felt tray? better. How's the cheese tray? Uh, there's brie on it. There's uh, some oh. honey. There's a baguette. You know, this it's 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 really uh, it's really all that. Jim's really Jim's really stepping it up for the winners this week. I love to see yeah. it. Uh, go ahead and make yourself comfortable on the couch, and we'll uh, we'll check in with you a little bit later. All right, looking forward to it. Moving on to the uh, other side of the bracket, we have our first Mortal Kombat fight. So, uh, Mr. Metatron, when you're done sprinting back to the ring so you can do the announcing, uh, will you please <laughs> announce the first Mortal Kombat fight? Give me one second. One second. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen. The following contest is fight 
Number two. Introducing first, represented by Gary Raiden. And their opponent, represented by Phil Johnny Cage. USA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is going to be a good fight. Um, Gary, I know, I know your passion. Um, I'm going to give you first up on this. So your 40-second open arg argument will start now. All right. I, I think it's pretty obvious I can win this because, first off, I'm a god. So good luck trying to kick my ass. That is the first thing. Let's talk about it's a very, very specific skill sets. Electricity is what Lord Raiden specializes in. He will have the advantage because he has a much stronger mid and long range attack. He can also fly and he has the ability to teleport and utterly confuse Johnny Cage, who's just an arrogant A-lister. The fight will play out like this. Johnny Cage will rush in thinking he's got Lord Raiden because he doesn't realize how big of a Thunder God is. he is. Whoa, that doesn't make any sense for you or whatever. Anyways, so in quite a few of the Mortal Kombat shows, Johnny Cage had no idea who Lord is. Lord Raiden has the advantage on the fact that he'll be able to teleport, use his electricity to shock and awe him, and otherwise pretty much incapacitate him. Time! All right. All right. Phil, Mr. Cage. Yes, sir. Whenever you're ready, your 40-second opening argument will start now. All right. Well, for starters, using the God argument doesn't work because at the end of MK11, Raiden's not a God anymore. He's mortal. But not even going there. <laughs> Johnny Cage, man, he encased himself in his shadow energy and took a death blow from Shinnok. So if he can, if he can take that, sorry, electrical dude. Pretty much, uh, <laughs> might as well just, you know, it, it, it's over at that point. That's not even the fact that now that you're mortal, he's gonna he's gonna punch you in the balls. So uh, there's that. And uh, yeah, he just, he's America, man. Johnny Cage. <laughs> Yeah, he's arrogant. He's an airhead, but god damn it, he also is he's like Jack Daniels. Time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Raiden versus USA is what this is coming down to. Uh Gary, your 20-second rebuttal starts right now. Yeah, you know, it's true. You know, we could talk about, you know, Lord Raiden isn't a god anymore. But that doesn't really matter because to be able to hit me in the balls, you have to get close. And you're not actually going to be able to get close to me at all. I'll be able to teleport away. I'll be able to freaking fry you from a distance. And just in case you really want to get all uppity, I have a very interesting attack that kind of goes about halfway the thing. And that is... Uh, Oh my god, I totally forgot. <laughs> the staff electrical tag. Oh my uh, god. Uh, he snuck that All one right. in. Judges are told to Oof. not pay attention to that last punch. Uh, All right. Uh cool. So Johnny Cage, <laughs> your rebuttal starts right now. I mean, his speed, he's like I'm pretty sure they in lore, he's like the second fastest character in combat but it, despite that i'm gonna throw in the fact that he was based off of jean-claude van damme and raiden was played by uh christopher lambert in the movie and everybody knows who the better frenchman is it's jcvd <laughs> that's pretty funny uh cool so um jim any uh any burning questions you got for our fighters 
Um, yeah, I've got one for Philip. Uh, so, I mean, you've talked a lot about who Johnny Cage is as a character, but what kind of responses does Johnny Cage have for some of Raiden's attacks? Again, I mean, if he encased his entire body in his shadow energy to withstand a death blow from Shinnok, why couldn't he do it to a lesser god, which Raiden was? Ooh. Okay. Oof. Oh. All right. Low blow. Uh, Gary, <laughs> Raiden is forbidden from interfering in the Mortal Kombat tournament, um, which means, you know, he can't fight. He can fight, just not in the tournament. So this would obviously be like an unsanctioned match. Um, do you think that Raiden has it in him to defeat a mortal? Um, yes. Like, like from a moral standpoint not not a physical standpoint um absolutely you know the thing is is that it, he, he keeps talking about wrapping himself in shadow energy that's only one shot blow see lord raiden has has so many well let's even drop the lowered part has so many more uh, attacks at his disposal to be able to keep johnny cage at a distance so he's going to run out of the shadow energy and about the jean claude van damme i will agree with you that he's awesome however you can't you can't beat there can only be one and that's christopher lambert anyways getting uh-huh. back to uh, getting back to the better Lord he just has he has too many he has just too many attacks. He has too much electricity, incapacitation, uh-huh. zapping. Yeah. Have you ever been electrocuted? You can't think, man. Can't All move. Right. Muscles like twitch. It's done. Got I'm it. not even worried. Got to cut you off. Um, quick, quick question before we do the end. How long can Cage hold that shadow energy? Is it like a temp thing or can he just hold it indefinitely? No, I guess if I'm going to be honest... According to the lore, he's only able to activate it if somebody that he loves is in danger. So. <laughs> right? Yeah. Cool. So, uh, no worries. That's the reason we ask these questions. Um, so, it looks like Jim and I have put in our decisions, and we're going to send it over to Mr. Metatron Wade Hunt for the winner. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner! Raiden! Phil, you you had me uh like ha- you had me in the first half, not gonna lie. <laughs> I know it's a, <laughs> an awful joke, but it's true. Uh I was all team um cage. And then I started thinking about the uh the the ranged attacks and everything. It's really hard. When you're thinking Mortal Kombat, yeah, you're gonna get in there and you're gonna punch throw some punches and stuff. But if you're thinking about a a realistic fight it's a little bit tougher i think um, he does have range attacks but i didn't mention them because i was yeah yep. part of the argument that's the that's the hard part with this tournament is you, you yeah. gotta know you know what to, what to bring win that's why i i haven't gotten a win yet so <laughs> it, it, i can say from experience it's definitely tough it's definitely tough yeah. to know what to bring on the first round so yeah. you definitely had some good arguments though i yeah. think yeah that's the reason jim hasn't won yet <laughs> yep <laughs> pretty much uh, <laughs> Out of the two tournaments that I've been in before this, yeah. So yep. I went Raiden mostly because I. So again, this all kind of came down to the argument. I think Raiden Gary definitely had like some specific attacks that he like talked about doing towards Johnny Cage, whereas like I don't think I heard nearly as many of that from 
you know, from Philip as far as like actual attack. I heard a lot more of who Johnny Cage was and how he is like fighting as opposed to like specific attacks. And def- and defensive. The only thing offensive we got yeah. from him was uh, was a ball punch. <laughs> but yeah. that, was a, that was a mighty attack, though. <laughs> it was a mighty that was. attack. That, yeah. that, almost, that almost got me because I felt that. And almost, I was like, Ooh, I, I might have to get it for Johnny Cage. Yeah. So. <laughs> almost took down Goro. But, uh, so, uh, Phil, is there anything you would like to plug before um, we zip you up? Nah, I got work. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, well Thank you so much for being here, man. I appreciate yeah. you you stepping in and doing this. It's not it's not always an easy thing to do coming in yeah. for the first time on a tournament. So I I, I really appreciate you doing this and arguing the yeah. way that you did. Would definitely love to have you back on a, another tournament. Sure, later. All right, uh, let's send it over to uh, Mr. Metatron, who's standing by with Gary. Gary, 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 your first win here at Character Fight Night. How you feeling? Uh, it's actually the second one, but I'm going to tell you, I am utterly excited. I cannot believe I pulled that one out. He came swinging, especially at my balls, and I'm glad I was able to recover. Me too, Gary. Uh, do you like cheese plates? I love cheese. I heard Bree. I'm down. Uh, hopefully you left me some there, Sterling. <laughs> well, you are a winner. Congratulations, Gary. You can have some. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That was a good fight. That was um, good Gary. Fight. I, Gary, I, I, I see that you brought your own beanbag, so feel free to to bring your bag to the to the winner circle and join Sterling over there for whatever he left uh, you crumbs yeah. on the cheese tray. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's a little bit of brie there. It's okay. I, I like shoots and yeah, ladders, so you got to park. All right. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and move on to the third fight, heading back to the Demon Slayer side of the brackets. Um, Mr. Metatron... Uh, I actually put a wireless mic up in the winner's circle, so you don't have to keep running back and forth. So if you want to pick that up and go ahead and announce fight number three. Perfect. The following contest is fight number three. Introducing first, represented by Dustin Gill, and their opponent, represented by John Zanitsu. All right. Two newcomers here going at it. This should be exciting. Uh, Dustin, you're up first, sir. Your 40-second opening argument will start right now. My third is Giyu. He's the pillar of the dragons, the water pillar of the Dragon Slayer Corp. So he's mastered all 10 of those techniques. Now, he also made an 11th technique that I'm going to keep in my side pocket, but I figured he would hit, hit the dude with... They they're really crazy how they're called. Uh, dance of the dance of the rapid current. It's basically like a zigzag technique, and um, he would do a water splash, which basically increases your agility, strength, and speed. And like the less amount of space that he needs to move, he can move like instants. And he has another one called Pierce of the Raindrop, which is like a one swingle, like kind of like a straight shot to you. So I would match it with speed, power, and agility, and I would go- start with that. Um, time. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that was a that was a powerful uh, open. Um, John, you're up with your opening argument starting right now. All right. So Zenitsu is just joining the Demon Slayer core. Uh, he has the technique Thunder Breathing. He was struck by lightning, which changed the hair curling so it kind of adds more to his actual elemental breathing technique he did also begin mastering uh total constant breathing so allows him to 
maintain more concentration, just like how uh, Giyu has done, as well as the other two that he travels with, Tanjiro and Inosuke. Now, Thunder normally is followed right after Lightning, so it's safe to say that he's got some speed on his side, too. Ah, cool. Uh, yeah, both, both great opening arguments. Uh, let's go ahead and go back to Dustin for your 20-second rebuttal, starting now. All right. All right, so this is how I would think the counter. First off, he's he's a fraidy cat. He doesn't want to fight. He runs away, okay? Um, the second thing is his control is awful. Like, yeah, he can throw a huge thunderbolt at you, but, like, can he aim it? And then the final one is if he does end up doing all that move and hit, like, a giant thunder, he my dude has this move called wall or calm, which basically, like, cancels out most heavy power hits. Um, you can beat it. But it has to be like small, aggressively attacked, like a lot. All right, Oof, calling him out, calling him out. Yeah. His character, some little, some little bitty attacks. Uh, <laughs> all right, so John, let's hear your rebuttal starting right now. All right, Giyu may be part of the Hashira, but yeah, Zenetsu is a Freddy cat. But when it comes down to Nezuko being in danger, or even the chance that which usually Zenetsu passes out, he is able to use the first step, uh, the first move for Thunder Breathing, the first technique, and he could do it at least up to 10 times, meaning he can jolt out 10 different times in one breathing technique. So I don't, I don't think he really has much of a defense. Damn. That, oof. Oops. Right? <laughs> wow. Getting, it's getting warm up in here. Jeez. Uh, all right. Uh, Jim, what do you think? Let me see here. Uh, so, Dustin, I mean, I, I feel like I, I asked this question. How does how does Giyu contend with Zenitsu's, like, you know, his his big, like, you know, being able to, to dole out the 10, the ten uh, attacks within the one breathing technique? Um, I mean, the only thing I would imagine is after he does that move, he would have to go to, like, another style of move um they have like your basic stuff it would either be waterfall jar that's vertical cut or the mystical rain of the dry day is a move that is a mercy kill that they go with but i mean mm -hmm. it's very rare that they have it he only does it if they're immobilized or if they're given up uh <laughs> twisting whirlpool might be his best defense he basically just spins in a giant circle and it's like a power move for area okay cool um so john uh Zenitsu is obviously a scaredy cat. You said that. Um, do you think that going up against someone like you is something that would not freak him out to the point of making a vital mistake? I think it's more of uh, just seeing you do anything. He would at that point kind of pass out because of the overwhelming amount. But when he does pass out and black out like that, that's when he's able to actually utilize his technique and, and, entirely like he's perfected that first step so many times that's why he's able to do it so well okay very cool uh let me go ahead and turn in our ballots here <clears throat> all right mr metatron the moment has come we please announce the winner ladies and gentlemen your winner zanitsu dustin you put up a very very valiant effort um you almost convinced me you had me out out the gate with the um 
technique that gives him agility, strength, and speed. Um, it's almost like a buff for himself. Um, it's hard to compete with Zenitsu, I think, because he is such a he's a coward. But like John said, his cowardice is actually detrimental to his his enemies. And so, thank y'all guys, I appreciate it. That was nice. Um, I'll have to do a little bit more research next time. But um, okay, that was fun. Yeah. Um, Anything you want to yeah. plug? Um, my my Twitch, um, DG Graham Cracker. I, I don't do much on there. I'm trying to get stuff moving, but you know how that goes. I'll put a post every now and then, but I need to be current. Yeah. Um, so listeners of CFM, uh, go help him out. You know, let's let's get let's help him kind of get his stuff going here. Yeah, we have a big Twitch crowd. Yeah, we have a big Twitch crowd. We gotta have you back. DG Graham Cracker. Go check it out. Give him a follow. Appreciate it, guys. (laughs) All right. Yep. Uh so Mr. Metatron, uh I see you over there standing next to John. What's going on? Here. John's right here. He's fresh off the win. John, how do you feel? Honestly, it was just going up against someone like that is really intense just because of the amount of sheer strength and abilities he already has that it's hard to hard hard to even do what you need to against them well you sure did it you came out the victor and you were the more powerful being here so enjoy some cheese enjoy some crackers whatever they left for you i'm sorry we might have to have jim go make another convenience store run that yeah that'd be nice Yeah, see if uh, see if Gary will uh, share his beanbag with you when you head over to the winner's circle. Um, there was a lot more people here than I was expecting, so I did not get a big enough cheese tray. Um, so I heard that the peanuts in the beanbag are pretty good, so maybe you can try that. Ty, can you send um, Kyle Reese to Costco to get more cheese, please? I'm on. <laughs> there you go. Kyle! Are, go, go guy. <laughs> cool. So... Uh... Also, I picked right. up a, I picked up a little tyke slide, so you guys can use that too and hang out. It's really fun. Sending it down to Mr. Metatron Wade Hunt for the next fight. Please take it over, <laughs> sir. The following contest is fight number four. Introducing first, represented by Chase Lou Kang, and their opponent, represented by Stephen Ermac. All right. All right. Good stuff, guys. I hope you guys are both ready uh, for this. So I'm going to send it over to Chase for you to, to bring your in your op- opening argument. And your time starts now. All right. So uh, first off, I need to give a shout out to Randy Hans. Ran into a local listener last night. So shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, Luke Kang's got bicycle kicks. We got fireballs. I mean... Dude's got all kinds of stuff. You got a flying dragon strike where he's armored. I mean, the farther you are away, good, because that's just the more damage he does. Um, got all kinds of things. I mean, we got some parry attacks, and we got even got a dragon parry that gets an automatic attack. So, yeah, he's the local legend. He's won multiple tournaments. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what ermac has got for him. All right. Oh, man. He's like, Good. I defer to you, Ermac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he came out with his with his first few kicks, if you will, and uh, yeah, I mean that's that sounds like it's all he needed, huh? So with that, Stephen, how is Ermac going to come out in this fight and contend against Liu Kang? Your time starts now. Well, as you know, or if you didn't know, I'm going to tell you. 
Mermac isn't just a person. He's actually a magical being. He's a bound collection of souls, over 10,000 actually. And so, but because of this, he doesn't, he is a skilled martial artist and can go hand to hand combat if needed, but he does cre uh, use a lot of telekinetic energies and powers. He can control people with his mind. So he could basically just grab a hold of Liu Kang before he does anything with his mind and use the telekinetic slam and then get in close and use his fighting abilities to finish the job. He's got a lot of uh, soul-based energy as well. And because of that, he can use it as projectiles, like he can throw soul energy fireballs, as it were. And yeah, he's got a lot of, a lot of uh, range to, to combat Liu Kang with. Oof. Wow. What a uh what a start there. Chase, how does Liu Kang contend against that? Your time, your 20-second rebuttal starts now. Cool. I was pretty much ready for that. So yeah, he is a creation um created by uh Shao Khan. And then so anyway, his first appearance, he comes in in Mortal Kombat two uh 2011, and he is actually uh Liu Kang's first defeat coming into the tournament. So Ermac's already destroyed on the beginning end right there. Also, you say he has mind attacks. Well, he was controlled mentally by the same people who controlled Liu Kang mentally. Liu Kang is also a Shaolin monk. So therefore, his mental power is all the way there, man. So you're not going to phase him on that realm. And then when it comes down to martial arts, uh, Liu Kang is definitely more trained and way more skilled. So. Good rebuttal. Sorry, it might have been a little hard to hear Wade on that one. All right, returning chance, Steven. How does Ermac fight back? Your time starts now. He, Liu Kang might have a strong will and be powerful against his mental attacks, but he can't uh, fend off the telekinetic abilities. And as being better martial artist, <clears throat> uh, I don't know about that, because Ermac is actually a collection of over 10,000 souls, most of them dead warriors from Outworld. So he has not just mastered one style, he's mastered potentially 10,000 styles. So he has a very much, a, a, a like I said, a range of different styles to combat Liu Kang with. And even though Liu Kang is highly trained, Ermac is as well. And he also has his telekinetic abilities to be able to grab a hold of him and, and render him uh, immobile, basically, with his mind. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff on that one. Josh, do you have any uh, <clears throat> any questions um, on this one? Yeah, I have a question for Steven. So, Steven, um, you said that uh, Ermac is a collection of 10,000 souls. Um, it sounds very similar to Shang Tsung, who Liu Kang has defeated uh, multiple times. Um, how do you think this goes for Ermac. Do, is he a different is he do you think he'll be a different case than Shang Tsung? I do, and I I think so because uh Ermac was created by Shao Kahn using dark energy to bind these souls together. And it's not necessarily the magic in which he was created that gives him the energy, it's the souls themselves that give him the energy and the power to defeat his his opponents. He uh what was I trying to say? He would, I think that's why is because it's, it's, he's relying on much more, uh, much deeper well, I guess is, is, is what I was trying to say. Like the point I'm trying to make, he's, uh, his, his, the, the power of his souls is deeper. Like okay. he has more of them. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay. More, more power. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Jim, I defer back to you. Chase, so you talked about Liu Kang's bicycle kicks at the very beginning with everything that was said from Steven. Do you think that Liu Kang is going to be able to get in close enough to dole out any of those bicycle kicks? Yeah, completely. Because like I say, he has a uh, parry where actually he actually waits for you to attack. So as soon as he's uh, struck, he actually disappears through flames, reappears on the other side. Um, the dragon parry comes with a stomp that actually uh, makes the character hit the ground and sets up for a ground combo. Um, and then he was, I want to say something about, he was talking about <clears throat> the whole, all the spirits from Outworld. Well, I mean, we do know one spirit that actually went down there and um, killed basically everybody. And that was Scorpion. Well, uh, Liu Kang defeated Scorpion in the same tournament after he defeated Ermac. So it doesn't matter okay. how many souls we're going to throw at him. Okay. Uh, Jim, this is interesting. This is very Why? interesting. <laughs> Ty, uh, uh, it, it, uh, we might need a word from you on this one, I think, uh, based off of the that were posted in. I don't want to be in your shoes. So for everybody listening, this is called the tiebreaker. Get it? I'm this tied. is, yeah, we were kind of alluding to that. I'm not <laughs> a, a very good co-host just yet. So yes, we do need a tiebreaker from Ty on this one. You guys both gave very good arguments today. All so, right. Yeah, we are. Uh, so we are, as we are getting our final tallies in from everyone. See, we are sending it all to Wade to for the announcement. Wade, do you, do you have the... Uh, do you have the final vote? You bet I do, Jim. Your winner, Ermac. Chase, uh, just so you know, buddy, I had your back on this one. Uh, you you definitely gave some phenomenal, phenomenal arguments. Um, I definitely thought that you know you had some you had some stuff that can contend against uh, contend contend against Ermac. So all good, man. Good fight. Um, maybe next time. All right. Well, thank you for coming back as always, sir. We, uh, we hope, uh, we really hope to have you back again next time. Um, hopefully for your first win. So thank you so much for again, for being here as always, sir. All right. He's Wade. <laughs> He's... Uh, I believe that you are <laughs> up there with, yeah, sorry, Chase. I believe that you're up there with Steven. Uh, let's, uh, let's hear from you. Steven, hey. you just took out a very good fighter here in this Mortal Kombat tournament. How are you feeling? Feeling good. That was a that was a tough win. He definitely had some <clears throat> he definitely had some some good arguments to come with me, and I, I definitely just squeaked by because I need I needed the the tiebreaker for it. So feeling good that I won, and I know that I just barely won, so I got to really uh, step it up here. And uh, yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, go ahead and take a seat with the other winners, and uh, you'll be fighting again shortly. All right. Sounds good. Help yourself to the Capri Suns. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, is that all Kyle brought back? <laughs> what looked like a classy cheese spread is now gone. So I, I guess the Capri Suns will have to keep Wait, Wait, have you been eating the cheese? Mm. Oh, but I've been cutting the cheese. Sorry, winners. <laughs> oh, God, guys. This is what this is quality content. Let me tell you. Uh, fart jokes. How far have we fallen? Moving on to the next fight here, we're going to go back over to the Demon Slayer side where we have our semifinal 
matchup to determine who gets the face off in the epic championship match. Uh, Mr. Metatron, will you please introduce our final two Demon Slayer fighters? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is fight number five. Introducing first, represented by Sterling Tanjiro, and their opponent, represented by John Zenitsu. All right, I hope you two are ready, because only one can advance. Uh, Sterling, your 40-second opening argument starts now. All right, well... Uh, after starting training and water breathing, Tanjiro was able to take on lower rank six demons and like Kai Kaiogai, I think he pronounced that, and even basically defeated Rui, so which was a rank five. And so this, uh, who's who's this person? I thought I thought I was going to go against. Um, I was looking at the wrong wrong stuff, but um, she can activate Tanjiro can activate transparent world, which in this state allows him to move intuition and very high speeds and just crazy amount of speeds he can move at and he can encounter people's movements by using the line and his sense of smell the line of intervals so he can basically counteract any attack that'll come his way I'm... all right uh yeah for looking up the wrong person that was a pretty good opening argument <laughs> yeah i think i thought it was gonna be shinobu but i thought i guess i heard oh uh, uh yeah shinobu couldn't make it um <laughs> so john your opening argument starts now so yeah uh tanjiro is able to do that but because Zenitsu is able to actually master that one breathing technique he has done it so well that even though tanjiro can do smelling Zenitsu's is hearing and his stamina is intense so he's able to do a higher version of the thunderclap and flash which is the first breathing technique that even gets by the senses of upper rank demons. So he's probably got a little bit better speed and power to back up himself. All right. Wow. I, I love it when I don't need the whole 40 seconds. <laughs> it's like mic <laughs> drop. Uh, cool. So Sterling, how is Tanjiro going to counter that? Your follow-up rebuttal starts now. Well, as mentioned before, he's, he's, he's a coward. And um, and Tanjiro has a lot of really scary abilities like thunder breathing. So he can inhale a lot of oxygen, which increases his blood. And he just basically has this huge assault. He also has this the this crazy, which is used to the fire when he when he killed Muzon and the blood got into him at the end of the season. Uh, he he has a measurable strength, a measurable speed and reflex and endurance. So I mean, no matter how whatever this uh, you know balances i think i think tanjiro can can take it time all right john here's your uh final chance to make a make a stop here uh your 20 second rebuttal starts right now yeah i mean he again he still is the coward and passes out but when he does pass out that gives him more time to tap into his actual immense power and abilities as a swordsman he can also use that god speed of thunderclap and flash more than twice to elude senses and be able to handle the amount of retort that Tanjiro would have. I'm... Wow. Right. Jeez. It, it only gets harder as we keep going for me, guys. I know. I know. It, yep. 
just wait till you get to the final. It's it's brutal. <laughs> uh, cool. So, um, Sterling, I want to ask you. So, um, John kept mentioning the technique where he can kind of sneak around. Is that right? Uh, is that right, John? Did I hear that right? No, it's not sneak. It's not necessarily sneaks. Just the amount of uh, speed and power he has with it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so with that, I know uh, Zenitsu can explode with uh, abnormal amounts of anime power, <laughs> as I like to call it. Uh, <laughs> do you think that Tanjiro, Tanjiro is going to be able to keep up with, with his explosions um, of cowardice, kind of? <laughs> uh, yeah, 100%. Especially if you consider the fact that he can use blood demon art. Uh, so he has complete, you know, abilities of basically a demon. Uh, so yeah, he can he can definitely uh, counteract all that. All right, uh, Jim, do you have anything for John? I do, John. You talked about how like going into like that that like I guess I don't want to call it a cowardice state, but like where he goes into like his he basically steps up his game by like becoming like you know go, fading into like the cowardice. Um, how does you say that, like, it, you know, if he's got the time to be able to go into that kind of stuff, how does Zenitsu deal with Tanjiro's like flurry of blows that it sounds like he's going to be doling out like at the beginning of the fight? Well, even even whenever he does uh, black out or pass out from being a coward, the amount of hearing that he has is still on par with Tanjiro's uh, being able to smell like he can hear the faintest of sounds layers and layers through buildings like through walls and floors he can hear just the smallest it's that that much enhanced so whenever he does pass out he's able to pick up the the subtle movements of vibrations around him to be able to react to it all right <clears throat> i think that is enough to make our decision jim are you good I am. Yeah, I'm good. That was phenomenal from both of you guys. I mean, you guys yeah. definitely did not make this easy for sure. So best of luck yeah. to both of you. I'm exhausted. Uh, <laughs> Wade, uh, Mr. Metatron, go ahead and pick up the slack while I rest and uh, announce the winner of the Demon Slayer side. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, Zanitsu! <laughs> now, Sterling, I, I, I'm assuming you're probably disappointed. Um, yeah, the, don't know how it happened. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, so, I don't know. So, the thing that got me was when John said the the amount of stamina that Zenitsu can muster. Um, a long fight like this, I think, is gonna is gonna be based a lot on stamina, and I'm sure Tanjiro has a lot of stamina. Um, I just didn't hear it and i heard it coming from sinisu for me personally that's that's kind of what what got me what about you jim yeah for for me it was it it was just i guess what everything that zinitsu brought to the table for this you know for this fight against um against tenjiro uh, it, it just seemed like there was there was, like he always had something up its sleeve up up his sleeve for like you know like with the, the the keen sense of hearing as well as like him going into that like blackout state that is it just seems like it, it's just so it's just to contend with that like even as like a main character I guess so that was kind of what did it for me. All right, uh, Sterling, anything you would like to plug before we send you to the void? 
No, I kind of got it over with at the beginning. Sorry, guys, but yeah, <laughs> thanks for having me on. Your show's um, awesome. Uh, you're uh, you're welcome to plug again. Yeah, well, uh, I got a podcast, a uh, Media Lab podcast. Add me on Instagram, Sterling Michael Miller. Yeah, awesome. well, thanks again. I think this is like your second or third time coming on the show. So yeah, it's uh, awesome. Always, always <laughs> glad to have you night. Let's get it. Boop boop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sterling. I really appreciate it. Um, hey, uh, hey, Wade, can you um, can you set this sausage tray down on that table over there? Sausage for the winners. Uh, is there cheese still? No more cheese. We're just sausage now. No, just, I think Sterling ate all the cheese. And it, it's actually just it's actually just Vienna sausages on a plate. This it's reminds me of the running gags <laughs> in the Muppets back in the day, like that they do throughout the whole thing. Like this this cheese joke is just it wasn't funny, but it's coming back around on me. That's for sure. <laughs> Where's the prosciutto? <laughs> John. All right, Wade, what do you yeah? I was like, you you look like you're ready to, to ask him a few questions here, huh? John has made it through the demon slayer side of the bracket, and he's sitting here in the winner's couch. John, are are you looking forward to this fight against the Mortal Kombat side? And do you have a favorite to win? Uh it's 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 been a tough one. Um on both sides, really, it I can't I can't really decide. It's it's more of Whoever's going to be up next, uh, I hope they're ready for it because I am. Good, lu- good luck to you, sir. <laughs> nice. All right, John. Well, go ahead and take your seat in the winner circle next to the other uh, next to the other winners. And uh, we do have our next Mortal Kombat side of the fight. So, Wade, when you're ready, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is fight number six. Introducing first. Represented by Gary Raiden and their opponent. Represented by Stephen Ermac. All right. Good stuff, Wade, as always. All right. This is it. Our last Mortal Kombat side of the fight. Stephen and Gary. I want to hear both of your sides. Stephen, let's go ahead and uh, uh, let's go ahead and start with you on this one. What is what does Ermac bring to the table? Your time starts now. All right. Well, like I said before, being a collection of souls, he brings his soul energy and his telekinetic abilities to to deal with Raiden and Raiden's lightning. Uh, He doesn't need to get in close or or be far away. He can grab him and pull him or just use his telekinetic slam to lift him up and slam him into the ground. He also can teleport as well. So he can do things just like the other ninjas in the game could do, where he just vanishes into a puff of smoke and can appear behind Raiden, you know, and then start going in on uh, close-range melee attacks. Uh, <clears throat> like he can also just use his soul energy. He can he'll be throwing his fireballs and his soul and his soul energy uh, fireballs at at Raiden, and he'd just be going at him like that. I think the lightning would be dealt with with. Uh, Max's ability for uh, telekinesis, his ability to grab and 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 stop uh, Raiden from actually doing anything, would be his his biggest ability against Raiden. All right, good good start to your fight, Gary. What is Raiden coming in with? Your time starts now. Okay, well you know I th- I think it's pretty dang that you're made of uh, ten thousand. You know you got all those crazy floating in your head but Raiden has the ability to teleport across realms and one of the biggest weaknesses actually 
pretty much the only weakness Ermac has is the nether realm. Because when you are in the nether realm, your souls decouple and you start losing power. So the first thing I would do is I would teleport you to the nether realm and I would absolutely fry you. You get close, you want to try and do the teleport and stand behind me, use my vicinity blast to knock you back. I can hit you for mid-range, long range. And if you get close, I have a bunch of other moves that I can use. You want to stay back, try and use a telekinesis, which is now weakened. I can easily use torpedo to fly through you and just whoop up left, right, middle, whatever. <laughs> Wow. All right. Steven, your rebuttal. Let's hear it. Your time starts now. Under the service of Shao Kahn, Ermac was sent <clears throat> on a mission to the Nether Realm, and he encountered this ability this problem. He also meant another MK soul in there by the name of Kenshi. And he befriended this guy. And in return, Kenshi gave him what he called the Soul Stone, which basically negated the nether realms effect on ermac restoring him to full power so he in return he also taught kenshi a couple of telekinetic abilities for his gratitude but he was able to basically counteract the abilities of the nether realm and restore his his self to full power and yeah so that's how i would deal with the nether realm and that's how i would deal with raiden all right good rebuttal gary let's hear what you got your rebuttal time starts now. Yeah, it, it still doesn't. Uh, it still doesn't uh, matter much because I have by far uh, the electrical ability to be able to hit you from medium and long range, and enough power at any of the short range stuff to be able to overcome uh, any of your attacks that you have. Regardless of whether you have the soul stone or not, I'm absolutely not even concerned about whether or not Radiant is going to be able to incapacitate and be able to take you down. Also, one other very, very important thing about Raiden is Raiden has the Thunder Take You fatality move, which is just utterly annihilation. So if you come anywhere near me, I'm just going to freaking take you down, man. All right. Wow. Good stuff from both of you guys on that one. That's Man, you guys were really coming out swinging on that. This really is a Mortal Kombat for sure. Uh, Josh, any questions? <clears throat> yeah, I have a question for Steven. It's more of a specific Ermac question. Um, can Ermac channel the abilities of all of these souls, much like Shang Tsung? Indeed he can. That is one of the reasons why he cannot be uh, mind-controlled, is because all of the souls work together. And at times, vie for control, kind of like, you know... Uh, yeah, it, they'll be a dominant one, I guess, Vibe for control, who will take control of Ermac's uh, a body and his will and do what they want. But yes, they can channel specific souls if needed. Oh, so it's like Crazy Jane from Doom Patrol and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, Gary, I've got one for you. So you talked about the lightning. It was like lightning fatality. I don't remember the exact word that you said. I probably should have, though. But you talked about a lightning fatality. Now, in the realm of Mortal Kombat, a fatality is after you've already beaten your opponent. So is that something that you're still going to be able to use like during the fight? Well, to be specific, it's a fatal blow. But that was my point. Okay. Okay. So you're, <laughs> okay, it is, it's, you're using it as a fatal blow. Okay, Correct. got it. Yeah, sorry. When you said the word fatality, I just had to make sure I, I clarified that. Okay. Thank you both so much. Yep. And uh, to to, to talk about, is that the only question you had? 
That was, yeah, that was my I'm question. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Try to get no, a sneak okay. punch. Hey, look over there, ref. Kapow, kapow. I know. <laughs> yeah, you, I know. You were, you were go for <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Good try. Good try. I just can't. You know, I'll be nice this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, man, you guys, man, you guys made this just as hard as the, the Demon Slayer side of it. So um, I think both of our tallies are, win, are in. And let's see who the winner is. Wade? Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, Raiden! Oh, buddy! Yep, Raiden did it. Um, Man, Steven, you you were, you know, you brought in some very good arguments. I, I had to really kind of like, like nitpick at like, you know, the reasons why I think Raiden would win, but um, I just think that he had some better moves uh, to contend with in this specific fight. Um, but God, you made it so tough. I'm glad it wasn't easy. Yeah, um, it, it's hard. Once he mentioned teleporting you to the nether, nether realm, it was hard to um, not consider that. Um, and not to mention, uh, I know Faith is listening or is going to listen at some point. Uh, Gary actually was really excited to take Faith down, so I think you just kind of got in the way, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's true. (laughs) He was, you know what? Gary was ready for a champion either way, and Stephen, you really made it. You really made him like you know, it made it worthwhile for him for sure. You you brought in some very good stuff today. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad I made it difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks thanks for having me back. I got to give you special props. I know nothing about Ermac, so you taught me a lot about this character. I had nothing, I knew nothing about. Yeah, so. I like, I want to play Ermac now in like a Mortal Kombat game. Like, <laughs> it sounds like a cooler Shang Tsung. Yeah. <laughs> definitely All did. Right. You definitely Steven, did. do you have anything? Steven, do you have anything you want to plug before you go? Um, nothing, uh, nothing special. Just this. Uh, everybody pay, like, Keep listening to to this show i really like this one and uh, the sirens done as well because that's friends podcast so yeah i like those guys listen to my friends good stuff thank you Stephen, so much we uh we hope we definitely hope to have you back here yeah any, anytime i'm definitely definitely in for more thank you all right gary it looks like you're like champing at the bit to to have a talk with wade wade do you want to you have a couple things you want to say oh, oh gary Looks like you made it to the winner's circle here in the final, the main event, where you will be featured with Lord Raiden. How do you feel, sir? Um, I Actually, I got to say that was one hell of a fight. I'm shocked at the outcome. My God, I thought he had me right there at the end, but um, it was a tremendously good fight. And I'm looking forward to walking into the finals and frying some folk. Will you silence the doubters, Gary? Any, anything you'd like to say out there <laughs> to anyone listening? Yeah, man, it's uh, Raiden has an electric personality. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I, I had a break from the cheese guys. I was gonna <laughs> send you down to the winners when I was gonna send you down to the winner's circle, but you might have to just take a moment in the loser circle before we go into our championship. <laughs> listen, go in there and think listen, about what listen. you just did, <laughs> Gary, Gary. Okay, that's fair. I'm sorry, guys. Gary, you see that sign I'm pointing to on the wall over there? It says only Josh can make dad jokes. <laughs> okay okay (laughs) um but i i did uh with the donations we just got i went and bought an inflatable pool 
and filled it up with uh, with water. So go ahead and you can go snorkeling. You can uh, splash around a little bit. Water guns. Hold on, it's, you. It's almost you, summer. Bold. Gave a pool I, I, I was like bold move, sending a thunder god to a, a pool of water. So, but anyways, yeah, enjoy enjoy it for a few minutes while we get ready for the championship. Yes. <clears throat> what do we get now? It is time for the championship. The main event, ladies and gentlemen, everything this tournament has culminated to uh, Demon Slayer versus Mortal Kombat. All right. Uh, new rules. So the times are the same. So each each fighter still gets a 40 seconds um, opening fight and then a 20 second rebuttal each. The difference between this fight and all the previous fights, though, is each fighter gets an additional rebuttal. Um, so it's an additional 20 second rebuttal bottle um that will come in between each other so this gives the fighters a chance to kind of argue it out a little bit more um and it just makes it harder for josh and i sweet yeah it is gonna get really difficult really fast so buckle up jim because here we go mr metatron please introduce tonight's championship ladies and gentlemen the following contest is your main event of the mortal Kombat versus Demon Slayer Tournament. Introducing first, represented by Ja Zanitsu. And their opponent, represented by Gary Raiden. All right. Uh, so Raiden, since you are just coming off a victory last match, uh, I'm gonna let Zanitsu have first uh, strike on this one. So, John, uh, whenever you are ready, your opening argument starts right now. All right. So, yeah, you may have been a Thunder God, but you still can't match the speed that Zenitsu has. Um, not only did he perfect that first breathing technique, be able to do total concentration breathing constant the entire time, he actually did make another technique personally to himself. But... Being able still to do Godspeed at least twice without damaging himself, he can. it doesn't matter what range you have. He's going to get on you. He can hear anything you do. It's going to take Raiden a bit to even throw out th uh, lightning at him whenever you can't come across anything that's faster than a flash. It's just not there. He just has the immense speed, the immense power, and now he can do it even without being blacked out. He can be conscious and still fight this way. Um. Oof. All right. Yeah, this is this is getting good. This is only half yeah, no. only half the opening arguments. All right, Raiden. <laughs> Raiden, your opening argument starts right now. It, it, it's not a question of whether or whether or not I've been a Thunder God. I'm just pointing out at one point it was. It's kind of spiffy. So with a lot of the experience that he has had with fighting the Outworld guys. I'm not worried about his little zippity-doo-dah stuff. The reason why I say that is because I have the ability to teleport away. If I'm able to teleport away, I can teleport uh, behind him. I can stay in place if I want to, thus tricking him. And I will use my wisdom to be able to uh, counteract all that. Also, if he does get close, or I have a feeling he's going to get close, because Raiden does have the ability to have future sight, I will bust out a vicinity blow, which will be able to knock him back. Not to also mention, I can use my staff to be able to hit the ground and knock him on his ass. And if he's on his ass, I can stand on top and fry away. I'm absolutely not concerned about speed. Time. Wow. All right. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to see both of you want this very badly. Um, that's awesome. Uh, so, John, your first of two rebuttals starts right now. So, with the hearing that Zenitsu is able to have, y- your trickery still won't even matter. He can still pick up senses that you do with your movement. You teleport, no problem. He's got the speed to match you there. Obviously, being able to do the first thunder step 10 times with no issue and still maintain speed and strength, that's not the deal. If he does his seventh form, it's it's even faster than Godspeed. Ah! All right. Yeah, yeah. Starts to get a little intense. We've still got the 20-second uh, <laughs> model, so. But you get another one, so you can finish your thought um, next time. Uh, with that being said, Gary, uh, this little guy's running circles around you. What is Raiden going to do? Your rebuttal starts now. Okay, great. Again, speed doesn't outmatch distance. The reason why I say that is because I have the ability to hit about halfway through the arena. And uh, again, vicinity blast. I mean, you keep talking about speed. I don't care about your speed. If you get hit with electricity, you're slowing down, bro. You're going to be like twitching. You're not going to move. I'm not concerned with that. Again, teleportation, ability to anticipate your moves using uh, Future Sight, and uh, being able to use Electric Burst to knock you down. If you uh, stand still for just a second, I've got Torpedo to knock you through a wall. All right. Uh, Doesn't look like Raiden is flinching much. Uh, John, your final rebuttal starts right now. All right. So, yeah, you say you can hit me across the map, no problem. Let me explain what the seventh step does. Not only does Zenitsu's sword turn into the shape of a yellow dragon, it is faster than Godspeed. It crackles the air and burns the air around him. His air scent is being able to hear, it it doesn't matter. He does all this while being awake now. And especially if you hurt Nezuko, that's an even bigger problem. He's got everything on him. Oh, snap <laughs> sorry <laughs> all right here <laughs> here we go uh lord raiden here is your final rebuttal starting now well since i'm not finding Nizekaku, whatever the heck you said it's a non-issue so i also have lightning storm lightning storm allows me to be able to hover above above the arena and i could blast and hit you from a range up in the air so because i'm able to do that you're not even going to be able to come close running down around on the ground that's it game over i'm gonna fry you all right mic drop from can, gary can we get i'm gonna fry you raiden shirts yeah <laughs> uh, cool so um jim I, I don't know that i really have much um do you have any questions yeah i've got a uh i've got a question for Gary, so Gary, you talk about like kind of a lot of a lot of stuff that kind of specifically is meant to hit the person, but it's really hard to hit something that you can't see. So with Zenitsu's speed, how do you how do you kind of how do you slow him down? I guess is is the best way to do it without being able to see him with his speed. Well, um, Raiden has a dot, which is a ephemeral current, um, and well, no electric current. I'm sorry, I'm getting two of them confused. Well, he has a dot where he can uh, hit the ground and a slow-moving thundercloud floats around and hits the opponent. 
and zaps them constantly. Secondly, electric current, I can hit the ground with a staff without having to see the opponent. And a low bouncing stream of lightning will uh, will be able to hit the shins of the opponent. So I have enough moves to be able to compensate for him running around and dodging everything. Plus being able to float above the arena is what will give me the advantage there. All right. I lied. I have a question. Uh, <laughs> so this is for John. Uh, John, um, Gary at the last second brought up Raiden's ability to hover or float or fly. Um, do you think Raiden not being on the ground is going to be a, uh, a problem for Zenitsu? No, definitely not. He's able to launch himself off the ground, off of walls, off anything really to, to give it to him. Um, I mean, he also brought up the fact of hitting with lightning. Zenitsu has been hit with lightning before. That's what gave him his blonde hair. So he survived that. It's not really an issue of getting hit with it. Okay. All right. Uh, Jim, how do you feel? Man, you guys, you guys really came out this time, which is good. This because this is this is when you really needed to do it. Man, you guys both had some phenomenal arguments. Um, this is definitely, obviously, for obvious the toughest, uh, the toughest fight that we've had to had to judge on this one um i just want to say thank you so before i send it over to uh wade to announce the champion for this month um i do want to send it out to the listeners um live here tonight and listening in the podcast forum when we release it um who do you think would win this fight would it be zenitsu uh from demon slayer or would it be lord raiden from uh, mortal kombat uh, you can tweet us at our Character Fight Night uh, Twitter or join the Character Fight Night fan stand and tell us there. So without further ado, uh, Mr. Metatron, Wade Hunt, will you please announce the champion for the Mortal Kombat Demon Slayer Tournament? Ladies and gentlemen, your winner and new Character Fight Night Tournament champion, Zenitsu! Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Gary, <laughs> hell of a fight. Hell of a fight. Uh, you stayed calm and collective, uh, or calm and collected, and, and you were oof. Well, if I had been Ermac, I would have been collective. <laughs> uh, all right, that was a good, that was the best dad joke of the night. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go scratch out only Josh and put only Josh and Gary. <laughs> um, yeah, great fight. Um, it's it's always hard to compete against anime characters in general when you're not another anime character. Um, but I don't know. Zenitsu, like Jim said, he's he's so fast. He's hard to see, and even with your lightning cloud that strikes the enemy. Like John said, as a counter, he has lightning that accompanies with him. So I don't really know how much damage that would have done. And I don't know. It was, it was tough. It was a it was a very very hard fought fight. Uh, much respect to both of you, both of you guys. Jim? Absolutely great fight, man. Yeah, I mean, for uh, you know, it's again, it's so hard to contend against an anime character, like you know. But Raiden, like especially Gary's argument for raid and really made it possible for this character to go up against them but i think what did this for me and this is not even from an anime perspective i think it's the the speed and the fact that he argued the speed so much and i don't think Raiden's going to be able to contend with this 
speed like that. That was kind of where I where I was sitting with it. So, but again, you guys both both brought phenomenal arguments, Gary. I'm I'm impressed. You definitely did your homework this time, and, and it and it showed. So, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you guys yeah. for having me again. It's always a blast. Special congrats to uh, Zenitsu and John. Wait, I see John sitting in a giant bowl of ramen. Can you tell me what's going on with that? Well, it's not looking good down here. I actually asked him for some ramen, but he's being a little greedy because he's the, he's the new champion. So he's, he's start, starting to get a big head. But John, uh, how's the ramen treating you? Uh, you know, it's uh, flavorful. Broth's a little thick, but that's good. Just helps you float around a little bit more. Uh, the, the pork's okay. How yeah. do, I have a question for you, John. How does it feel to take a... So Faith is commenting on our live stream and she's called him a crying lightning boy. How does it feel to take a crying lightning boy all the way through the bracket and win the tournament? Honestly, it's... I don't think it's more of the, the crying. It's more of just trying to prove that uh, and underdogs do, do help and and come out on top sometimes well well Very spoken nice. i mean I, I definitely like the uh your confidence that you spoke with it you didn't seem very deterred or worried about any kind of counters that anybody came at you with um and you were kind of set in your ways as far as well you know i don't think they're worried about this because of this speed and your use of examples were really great too um that's my opinion jim yeah, I mean, uh, again, like, you know, coming in really knowing the character, like, you know, make, make, made a huge difference. You knew kind of what he had and what he had going for him. Um, what I thought was was great was how you were able to, to, to carry everything through. You didn't exactly, you know, like, I guess we always say the, the term blow your whole load on the like the first match or whatever, but you were still able to bring in some stuff that was just big enough to keep to keep you going. And that that's that was phenomenal. Well, uh, John, how do you feel having won your first appearance on Character Fight Night? <laughs> it, um, it, it's exhilarating. It, it's really strange to uh, come in and see everyone else and everything that they bring and just, just hold my own and go against so many great contenders. Well, you should, you should be proud. Um, we'll, uh, we'll mail you your championship belt. So look for that from ignore the Amazon box, but uh, <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> speaking of that, you can actually help the podcast by clicking the links <laughs> that we're going to put up on this video and ordering some action figures from Amazon featuring tonight's contestants from Mortal Kombat and Demon Slayer. Is there anything uh, our champion wants to plug? Uh, no, nothing on my end. Be like, you know what? Just everyone else that has gone through the fight and put their best in each match, go check out their stuff. See what they have. Give them a support. Give them a like. Whichever. Yeah, Thank you. There's, there's a lot of research yeah. and preparation. So, yeah, everybody deserves a, a, a nod to their devotion to this. Yeah. Thank cool. you again to everyone. We cannot stress how much it is how much we appreciate all of you being here thank you to everyone and thank you ty our producer for you know helping us through all this and getting all this set up for us I did a thing. you know we've all kind of come together and made this look real nice so thank you ty i did a thing my congrats to john and zanitsu again uh and then real quick you can follow character fight night on social media um 
Facebook, you can search Character Fight Night and then join the Character Fight Night fan stand group where we have discussions about fights. And um, you can actually sign up for a tournament if you want. So go ahead and um, join that group. And you can follow us on Twitter at Character Fight and Instagram at Character Fight Night. So check us out. Uh, all right. So that's going to do it for Character Fight Night. For Jim, Wade, Ty, and all of my guests tonight, we thank you for joining us. So until next time, stay safe and let your characters do the fighting for you. <laughs>